Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. I got a skinny listener. You know, if you had a loved one, a family member, uh, your children, would, would you put them into a safe injection site and let them continue using drugs? Or would you try to get them into a rehab? And uh, there's, there, there's no doubt in my mind, uh, everyone will answer the same thing. I would rather get them help. The problem is, right now, under the Liberal government, it costs up to $1,000 a day to put someone in a rehabilitation center. We have to reduce those costs, make more uh, rooms available for people to get help. Uh, right now, that's not the case under the Liberals. That is Doug Ford, who I spoke earlier today, asking him about safe injection sites. He does not believe in them. And it's a highly, highly contentious issue. But we do have a growing opioid crisis in this country, and governments have been very, very, very reactive to come up with the response. And so far, the response is to put facilities, you know, where folks can get shot up to get their fix in communities, parks. And um, so he is openly saying, I will come up with a permanent fix, not a Band-Aid fix. And certainly with his brother Rob's addictions, it's an issue, and I've talked about it with him, that is close to his heart, and he relates to it. So I reached out to who I think someone um, can give some perspective, and that would be someone who deals with addicts on a daily basis. Alexandra Perry works at Art Addiction Rehabilitation in Toronto, and I wanted to get her thoughts. She joins me now. Alex, in your line of work, um, there's no question that you see the face of opiate addiction of all of all stripes. And, and so you very well know that it does not discriminate against any age, ethnicity, class, culture, you name it. Um, earlier today, Doug Ford was asked on the campaign trail about, you know, injection sites, and he is dead set against them. He wants a long-term solution. So, in other words, getting people into uh, rehabilitation and treatment. What, where are you on this, given your experience with uh, addiction? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I agree that treatment is the ideal option when it comes to treating substance use. Or addiction. Um, the issue to me, though, that I see to be a little bit bigger is the fact that our system right now is not supportive in prioritizing this. Um, it's unfortunate that to our government, currently, mental health and addiction isn't seen to be as um, important as some other issues that we're facing as a society or community. So absolutely, I think treatment is ideal, but, you know, it becomes difficult when treatment centers are often either a fee-based service mm-hmm. um, or have a long wait list if they are government-funded. Either situation, we're going to have people that are going to be discriminated from getting the treatment that they need, they so desperately need. Um, Because of this gap, we then are sort of left with um, a worst-case scenario, which is harm reduction and can potentially save people's lives in that circumstance. 
Yeah, and, and look, they're they're contentious because you know while you hate to have them, they do in fact save lives. But they're not mm-hmm. they're not an ultimate fix, which I think is what we as a society should be aiming for. I myself, I don't like them. I would like to see investment in long term care, making sure that mm-hmm. you know if I've got an addiction, I can come into a facility instead of a tent in a park, and I can actually get the help I need. Absolutely. And unfortunately, as I said, Alex, this is really the only way that this is offered immediately right now is if it's a fee-based service. So, you know, the positive on that, like our center here at Addiction Rehab Toronto, even though we're a fee-based service, this means that we can help someone who comes in off the street immediately the day Mm -hmm. of on any level of addiction that they are struggling with. We're hoping to be accredited in the next coming weeks, and that may help us get further funding, which can help more people and open more beds. But until that happens, you know, it becomes very, very difficult to be able to give that immediate support for for people. You know, um, the government has been very reactive with this opiate crisis. It's it's just mm-hmm. like of the last two or three months, we've started to see the education campaigns and see that they've put services, but it was really a very tough push. They mm-hmm. had to be really kind of taken to this uh, to do anything about it. And I think you're correct when you say the mental health spending has been woeful in this province because mm-hmm. you have to address these these issues in order mm-hmm. to solve the problem. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And on a, you know, policy level, not just on a, you know, a temporary fix level, like this is requiring us to look at what can we really do to make that big shift in terms of our society and community. The other thing about harm reduction sites is, you know, even though they can look quite, you know, discouraging, I mean, from an outsider, you're seeing people inject Mm-hmm. a substance but the thing is is we we are able again to save people's lives in this circumstance you know if i had an individual or a loved one who was addicted to an opiate and their choice was either wait six months with no support whatsoever no safety no supervision and then go to treatment or just not go to treatment because they don't have the resources to be able to get there and then also have another option of saying, okay, we can get you to these points, but, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to also include a supportive environment that can keep you safe until either one of those possibilities are open. You know, this is an issue that um, Doug Ford uh, has dealt with, obviously, through his brother, Rob. He had mm-hmm. some, obviously, yeah. you know, his, he had some very addictive issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's not insensitive to this. I just think he looks at it as long-term. So if you, um, in your industry, were able to craft up the perfect you know, solution and give it to one of the three leaders running, what would that be? It would definitely be an increase of government funding when it comes to treatment centers, and it would be immediate crisis intervention for individuals that are um, struggling with addiction. So it's great that we have centers that do have funded options, but because of all of these, you know, you know, legislations and, and limitations, this is why it takes so long for someone just to come in off the street. We're all people. Mm-hmm. We can all help one another. It shouldn't have to be someone's addicted and they have to you know, wait six months just to get help. Mm -hmm. Help should just be offered. You know, looking at innovative ways of how that can be offered. Is it crisis centers? Is it a coffee shop? Is it an outreach program? Is it, you know, treatment centers that are funded and 
offer subsidized support for clients or for for individuals and families. I mean, all of those options have to be have to be looked at. It's not going to be a one right. step solution, but we all need to be collectively looking at creative ways to give our community better options because it's not working right now. It's not it's working. Not working. No, it's not. And I really think if you see the face of this illness, and I I, mm-hmm. I would challenge anybody to to take a look in their own community because it's it affects everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But do you get people that um, tr- have tried and tried and tried to get the help and because of the weight just couldn't, you know, unfortunately succumb to it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Alex. Or have not even sought help because of the fact that there's such limited ways in getting the help. So either that weight or they have to be paying a certain amount of money. You know, it's really great. Again, the money is a positive thing in the sense that it can um, offer immediate support. And for families especially, that's what they need. If someone's ready to go to treatment, they need to be ready now to go to treatment. They're not going to think about it and then six months later want to go to treatment. And and once someone gets to the point that they're going to a, a safe injection site, are they then at the point that they're willing to take help? I mean, I, I would assume so, but that's a, it's a difficult question, Alex, because there's a lot of stigma attached to yeah. substance use, especially opiate, right? So, you know, if they're at a point of going to an injection site, I would think that they, they're aware of the fact that there's an issue with the severity of the addiction, but whether they're open or comfortable, I mean, people that, who struggle with addiction are just, you know, wonderful, normal, typical, everyday people who probably have endured really unfortunate circumstances in their lives. Thanks so much. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for talking, Alex. Alexandra Perry is a supervising uh, supervisor at uh, Addiction Rehab in Toronto. Good uh, insight into that. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.